Flashlight? Check. Tool belt? Check. Attitude? Check. He's going in. Joe Suchere. Hi. What's All up, right. bro? Well, We're up to 65, what. I'll tell you right now, according to Johnny Hype. Well, <clears throat> no more Boy Scouts. What is America going to do without Boy Scouts? For 108 years. 108 years. Boy Scouts of America's flagship program has been known simply as the Boy Scouts. But girls will soon be entering the ranks, so they had to change the name. It'll be called, well, the organization today announced a new name for the Boy Scouts program. It's just going to be called Scout BSA. That'll take effect next February. I just... Chief Scout Executive Mike Serbaugh said many possibilities were considered during lengthy and incredibly fun deliberations before the new name was chosen. We wanted to land on something that evokes the past but also conveys the inclusive nature of the program going forward. We're trying to find the right way to say we're here for both young men and young women. But women had, had the Girl Scouts. The parent organization will remain the Boy Scouts of America and the Cub Scouts. It's programmed for 7 to 10-year-olds. But the Boy Scouts, the program for 11 to 17-year-olds, will now be Scouts BSA. Hmm. The organization has already started admitting girls into the Cub Scouts, and Scouts BSA begins accepting girls next year. I don't, I don't understand it. Why we have to break down equality to Don't you want to be inclusive? Uh, Don't you want to reach out in the interests of... I had girls in Girl Scouts and a boy in Boy Scouts, and uh, the separation was fine. They don't need to cross over. Serbaugh predicted that both boys and girls in Scouts BSA would refer to themselves simply as Scouts rather than adding boy or girl as a modifier. We have to... Even in Scouts, we have to... Uh, vanilla and monotone it down to nothing. The program for the older boys and girls will largely be divided along gender lines with single-sex units pursuing the same types of activities, earning the same array of merit badges and potentially having the same pathway to the coveted Eagle Scout Award. Do we have to use different pronouns? Well, what I was, I'm not to be facetious, but what are they going to get into when they have to encounter the, you know, the 60 or 79 uh, or 80 uh, genders that are out there? What are they going to do? They're really, they're making it. Uh, is, who is that online? Am I supposed to take that? Well, yeah, Neil called in when you were talking about what is crows. It? Neil? Yeah, Mr. Mayor. Yes. I never thought I would hear the word, the phrase inclusive nature and Boy Scouts in the same sentence. Yeah, I guess not. Um, I was just going back to, you talked about uh, the birds and uh, the, the, them being taken in by the city. And um, I think to be sensitive to the birds' um, needs, uh, we need to be in the bird community, and their their rights were violated by being held captive by this guy. So I think you could look at that. You got that going for you, which is nice. Plus, yeah, they've already bumped them off. So right, that's always nice. And one and one other thing. Um, remember, years years ago, you talked about a story about if it was a neighbor or somebody had called in. The guy had 
either shot at a crow or a blackbird, and then he was getting dive bombed for the rest of the summer. Do you remember that story? Not vaguely, but that, that would not surprise me. Crows are very intelligent. Yeah, be careful if you're going to have... Uh, I will. I'm not going to shoot any crows. I have, I'm not at war with crows. In fact, I'm trying to develop a relationship. Yeah, be right. careful. Thank that. you. Murder, murder crows. Thank you. The program for the older boys and girls will largely be divided along gender lines with single-sex units pursuing the same types of activities, earning the same array of merit badges, and potentially having the same pathway to Eagle Scout. Serbaugh said that having separate units for boys and girls should alleviate concerns that girls joining the BSA for the first time might be at a disadvantage in seeking leadership opportunities. Mm. The name, change, the name change comes amid strained relations between the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Girl Scout leaders said they were blindsided by the move and they are gearing up in an aggressive campaign to recruit and retain girls as members. So it sounds like the Girl Scouts wanted to just keep being known as the Girl Scouts. Yeah, it, because it was probably working, as was the Boy Scout thing. Among the initiatives is creation of numerous new badges that girls can earn, focusing on outdoor activities. Stop right there. Right. Not if they go to Penn State. You can't even have, be in an outdoor club at Penn State because no, it's true. too dangerous. Too dangerous. Too dangerous to go for a walk. Well, what kind of patches are they? Girls, what, you know, what are they going to get awards for? I know. The Girl Scouts and the BSA are my... The Girl Scouts... And the Boy Scouts are among several major youth organizations in the U.S. experiencing sharp drops in membership in recent years. Reasons include competition from sports leagues, a perception by some families that they are old-fashioned, and busy family schedules. The Boy Scouts say current youth participation is about 2.3 million, uh, down from a peak of 4 million in years past. Uh, the girls say they have about 1.76 million girls, more than 780,000 adult members, down from just over 2 million youth members and about 800,000 adult members in 2014. What does the adult member mean? Like I have no um, idea. They're the, maybe they're the uh, camp guys, the directors. Maybe not. Are they going to camp? Are they going to camp together? Well, that's that's one concern. You know what? They probably won't. They probably won't camp together. They're going to be on separate paths to get the... But the whole thing is, you know, if you are a girl and you like to whittle, you don't need to be in the Boy Scouts and whittle away at the stick to make a pencil with. You can do that on your own. It's okay to have an exclusive boy club and girl club. No, not anymore. And if you have a tomboy... Not anymore. That, that's okay. You're gonna, she's going to find... Uh, your the, cold-heartedness is revolting. You're just, you're just, you're just, you're so behind the times. I guess I am. You're really Save one thing. Save one thing. Huh? If if the Girl Scouts is not for her, she doesn't want to do what they do, sell cookies, that's fine. Go, go and and find a activity to do on your own. Kelly? Joe? Hi. Hey, you know I have the twins. Yes, I do. Boy and a girl. And the boy has been in Boy Scouts. What are they now, about 30? (laughs) Getting close sometimes. <laughs> no, they're uh, 12. All right. But I've and known them since birth. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So the 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 boy has been in Cub Scouts, and yep. now he's in Boy Scouts. Yep. And the girl was in Girl Scouts, and she quit at about I think she's about nine, maybe ten. Yeah. Because she was bored out of her mind. All right. She was jealous. So this is a conundrum, my men. I totally get. I don't want them to be integrated either, but my daughter is going. I want to do what he does. Mm-hmm. They go on all these campouts. They do all these cool things during their meetings, and and she's just chomping at the bit. Well, why don't to, the girls do that? That's the problem. And I've ha- I've actually had that problem with the Girl Scouts for a while. They do some of it, but it's not nearly to the intensity that boys do it. Right. And so you know they had an occasional campout once or twice a year, um, but they're I've I've been a long critic of the Girl Scouts that. Their emphasis is just totally different, and some girls don't like that. Um, their emphasis is on cookie sales and leadership and things in terms of a girl fashion. Mm-hmm. And some of these girls just want to go out and climb walls and and learn new things, and the Girl Scouts just don't do it actively enough. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is your I, kid going to join uh, join the Scouts? So she's been invited yeah. by the Cub Scout leader, or the I'm sorry, the Boy Scout leader yeah. of the of the troop that my son is in, mm-hmm. and he's been talking to her, going, "If you're interested, let's start talking." And and I think she's a little apprehensive in some ways of that she's kind of breaking a barrier here a little bit. Yeah. But my my um, what I'm happy about is that they're still going to be separated. By gender, so yeah. when they they're not going to go on the same campouts, they're not going to do a, some of the uh, same activities, and there are a lot of moms who are leaders in Boy Scouts of America. A lot of women right. that, and that's that's comforting to me. But I still understand the same thing. I want there to be separation between the genders because the boys have a lot of fun just being boys. That's the girls right. Have fun. That's the girls what they fun. like. Boys will be boys. Exactly. And yeah. I want that separation as well. But I so I'm like right in the middle. All right. And Kelly, it'll work out. I gotta go. It will work out. It'll be fine. It'll just be it'll be hard to kind of transition for a while until everyone sees what the program is all about. All right, thank you. I never made it to Eagle Scout. I never was one. A scout? A scout. Only one of my sons was, and he, uh, Gabe loved it. He just, uh, he just, um, he kind of grew out of it. Well. But they do great stuff, and that's, I think it was a great experience for him. Uh, I still think it should be separate. I guess I'm a cold heart. The civil authorities have issued a required monthly test for all of Minnesota beginning at 1.53 p.m. and ending at 2.08 p.m. This is a coordinated monthly test of the emergency alert system. If this had been an actual emergency an important message would have followed the alert tones. This is only a test. No action is needed. This is only a test. Now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. Was that only a test? It was only a test. We're all right. Required monthly test, and uh, and we're good. We check out. 
Chris? Good afternoon, Mayor. Hi. Um, so, girls have been trying to get into the Boy Scouts for years because of the Eagle Scout ring. The Girl Scouts don't have anything that's recognized like it. Yeah, where, you know, you go into the military, you automatically get a rank. It uh, carries a lot of weight at a job interview, college interview, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And because of declining numbers, that's why the Boy Scouts finally decided to pull the trigger just to kind of keep their ranks up. And the Girl Scouts just have never done anything to keep up with the times to make it more... Uh, inviting for girls to want to stay just so they can get a rank like Eagle Scout. Why didn't the girls just come up with their own version of it? Because, uh, well, maybe they've tried, but it just has never gained the traction or recognition. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Agreed. But then that is the, that's the Girl Scouts problem to go through that. Not all girls want the rigorous testing of the Eagle Scout. I don't know what their what their equivalent would be, and it might be sexist to speculate, but they they don't have that. You know, guests will never have. I've I've never gotten to this yet. Yeah, we're being offered a chance to talk to Florence and Romano. Florence and Romano. We're not going to. Okay, but well, tell me what. But we're it missing. caught my eye. Okay. <clears throat> she contends that eighteen to twenty-two year olds are the loneliest people, and I, you know what? I think she's probably right. In other words. Young people are more likely to be lonely and in poor health than older people. A survey of 20,000 Americans released Tuesday shows. And, and what this uh, woman, uh, she's a child care expert, Florence Ann Romano. She, she, uh, she could be our guest, and, and she'd say the role social media plays in loneliness. Maybe we should call her. Not today. There won't be time. But maybe I should keep this. Because I, I think she's onto something, if, if in fact, she's uh, the cutting-edge source of this belief. Uh, I can see where social media would make kids lonely because if they're not included, they're going to feel bad. Hmm. Now, okay. But do you think she means lonely? Like they're just sitting in their room playing uh nightingale or Fortnite? See, we get sample topics. Okay. Give me a sample topic. The what? difference between millennial and boomer parenting, this- identifying family values, social media etiquette for nannies and families. Deflating the nanny stigma. I like when these people... Nanny no-nos. I like when they give you questions as if you were so stupid, you could not find a reason. They spell it out, don't they? You have such zero interest in having them, they give you the questions. Managing disciplinary differences between parent and child caregiver. The importance of play and imagination in child development. As though we would not realize that might be important. Ah, don't worry about Jimmy playing. Just let him sit there. How to properly vet and hire a nanny. Yeah, everybody hires a nanny, Florence. That's, that's Right, right. Nanny gate. Should you hire a hot nanny? Well, now we're getting somewhere. The hoot nanny or hot nanny? That's a hot nanny. Hot nanny. That think, brings a whole different meaning to the nanny no-nos. I think all the wives would say, let's... We're let's, not... Uh, right. We're, about the nanny cam? You got the nanny cams? Yep. yep. Yeah. Nanny cams, yes or no? Well, I'm going oh. yes. Nanny dress code. <laughs> I think it's a different kind of nanny cam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking of, of a different thing. Okay, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that was Kenny's yeah. suggestion. Yeah, that was Kenny Cam. <laughs> I will pay you $10,000. <laughs> well, uh, should, I don't know. <clears throat> She's written a book and the whole deal. Let's the Windy City on. Nanny. Let's She's a it. nanny. 
but she's claiming to be an expert now on whether these kids are lonely and if they're lonely, what role social media plays in that. I would imagine it plays a, a significant role. Well, she says what age? 18 to 22? 18 to 22. Well, who's line one, please? Uh, Steve. Steve. Uh, hey, Joe. Love the show. Uh, calling you from Michigan. Wonderful. <laughs> Actually, I, I recently moved out to get a uh, nightmare in Minnesota, but uh, listen all the time. Love it. Where are you in Michigan? He's in Lake Michigan. You're in Lake Michigan. No, not yet. Ring, 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 ring. Thank you for calling. Uh, oh, he couldn't. Uh, he had a bad signal, but thank you for listening in yeah, Michigan. Try back when you uh, have a better signal. Yeah. Hmm. We're at Charlie's on the Lake. Friday. Yeah, we got to tell oh, people man. about this. We're broadcasting right now. From the TCO Broadcast right Studios. Right oh, here. We're in charge right here. Exactly. But we are taking the show. On the road, uh, baby. On the road, baby. And we are going to have a blast on Friday. We're bringing course, the gavel. It's going to hit 70. You know that for sure. So join 1500 ESPN and Garage Logic for the official 2018 Garage Door Opener. Broadcasting live from 1 to 3 from Charlie's on Prior in Prior Lake. On the deck overlooking. If you've is not, it on the water? Oh, God. It's yes. on the water. Oh, boy. You, you could skip That's a right. stone. Is it Prior Lake out, you think? It will be by Friday, I bet. Well, we're going to have to find out. Whoever the official is in Prior Lake should be on the show with us. Yeah. i got to look and see what they got for taps. So what the, when, we, when you buy the first round, maybe I'll, I'll know what to yeah. Well, you're going to win with their food and drinks. I've been there before. It's a neat place. Stop by and win, or enter to win, a new Legacy 850 garage opener from Overhead Door Company of the Northland. Details at 1500ESPN.com, keyword events. But you know what? Just We're telling you right now, show up at Charlie's on Prior in Prior Lake. I'm sure they're going to have great specials. It's going to be very festive. Great boats. Uh, their happy hour starts at 3 o'clock on Friday. Really? 3 to 6. Right really? when we're done, huh? Well, we're just when we're Boy, done. Boy, that's a shame. Zoom right hey. out of there. Yep. <laughs> Say, uh, we'll be back shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota at Federated Insurance, where it's Federated's business to protect yours, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale. From the Wall Street Journal and your money now. It is another up and down day in the stock market. Unfortunately, right now we are on the downside. Stocks uh, bounce between gains and losses. The major indexes, though, all negative right now, and uh, the losses are picking up as we head toward the close. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is now down 123 points. The NASDAQ Composite is down 12. The S&P 500 is off 13. All three indexes were positive not too long ago. The Federal Reserve held short-term interest rates steady today and indicated it remains on track to raise them gradually in the coming months to keep the expanding economy on an even keel. In a statement released after its two day meeting, the Fed offered nothing to dispel market expectations that it would deliver its second rate increase of the year when it meets again in June. Minnesota and 16 other states are suing the Trump administration over its plans to scrap standards on vehicle greenhouse gas emissions, which help set gas mileage rules. The suit takes aim at a plan by the EPA to roll back and revise emission standards for vehicles manufactured between 2022 and in 2025. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right, good news, bad news, and uh, on the downside, we'll wait for some more positive news. Hopefully that comes next hour. We'll try. All right, thank you, Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report. And again, we've got Charlie's on Prior and Prior Lake 1 to 3 
And that is going to be Friday on the deck overlooking the lake. And overhead door company of the Northland, of course, will be there again this year to give out a Legacy 850 garage opener. So come on down, get all the rules and details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword events, Garage Logic, taking the show uh, to the live opener at Charlie's on Pryor in Pryor Lake. Lines.com. Commencing Garage Logic segment number eight. You're John Height. You're Joe. You're a pig. <laughs> not me. Not this d- dummy over here grabbed a donut out there. Reavers, we're talking about. I can't turn his mic on. He's going to show me how many bites it would take to eat the entire donut. One. Almost. He just doesn't stop. He had a buffalo chicken wrap for lunch, and now they're bringing Groveland Tap over here tonight at six o'clock. Why? It's um, a part of an auction thing. Uh, uh, it's so. a sit-in on the ride, and they had they get gar- our uh, Groveland tap after. <laughs> huh. Man. Yeah. There is a running commentary in here, Joe. You miss it all the time. Uh, Rook always yells at Chris because Chris eats everything in one bite, and Rook takes little tiny bites and savors everything. You know those uh, dark chocolate salted oh, caramels that are the out there? I'd sure <laughs> yeah, have you seen those? Moose. Have you seen those? Yes, I have, He's Matt. eaten some of them. He'll just pop them in one bite. Nope. That really bothers Don't me. waste any time. Let's go. Let's go, please. Sunny and uh, 65 degrees out there. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. You can't be complaining about the time that we don't have, and then you want to talk about caramels. <laughs> I think people should, and this is inside show. This is, uh, I don't people care. need to know Reavers no is a cares. pig. Believe me. People need no to one know. cares no. that Reavers <laughs> is a, a, a slob. Not even Reavers. No. Not even Mrs. Reavers. No. This uh, update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Twins and Jays playing down at Target Field. Game three of the series. Toronto won the first two. Uh, twins are up two to nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Eddie Rosario has a home run for the Twins. Twins got a nice major league debut from Fernando Romero on the mound. Five and two thirds innings, four hits, no runs. He struck out five. The Twins will hit the road again after this ball game. Ten games on the road that kick off with four against the White Sox tomorrow in Chicago. Edina's Quinn Carroll is going to Notre Dame. Carroll, six foot six, two hundred ninety-five pound offensive tackle at Edina High School, the top-ranked football recruit in Minnesota for the class of twenty nineteen, announced last night on Care TV's ten p.m. news broadcast that he's committed to play for the Irish. I love the people that are mad at him. For I know. Doing that. Go to the U, you dummy. Well, no, like, not, not, not even that. <laughs> well, there are people that are mad that he didn't choose the Gophers. I'm just saying the people that are mad that they decide. I'm sure that the folks at CARE 11 are the ones that approached him. Oh, I'm sure they said What's up, the yeah. kid's name? Uh, Quinn Carroll. Or, and he's going to Notre Dame? That's yes. correct. With a name like that, where do you think he's going? Well, and that's what it, the, the family expressed, that that was one of the reasons why they wanted to choose that school. And, yeah. and, and listen, this kid has every right to go wherever he wants to play football. Minnesota. Well, his dad played here. Yeah. His dad did play here, yep. But, but the people that are getting mad for the format and for the, the school choice, my God, get over yourselves, There's people. other things to be angry about. Yeah, I'm not really mad. I just think I would Johnny Height with the news. How are you? Uh, news. Did you know I had a donut? <laughs> I did hear that. News notes from today. A Duluth restaurant and its owners have been ordered to pay more than $292,000 in restitution after installing Zapper computer software that deleted parts of cash transactions from its books. 
According to the Minnesota Department of Revenue, the owners of Osaka Sushi Hibachi Steakhouse used a software called Happy World, which allowed the business to create a second set of books removing parts of cash transactions. That allowed the business to underreport its sales, avoiding paying city and state taxes. Dan Ju pleaded guilty to a felony count of aiding in filing and false tax returns, and Zhang Wei Lin pleaded guilty to a felony count of failing to pay sales tax. Both prison sentences were stayed if restitution was paid in full and one year of probation served. Osaka Duluth, Inc. pleaded guilty to two felony counts of aiding in the filing of false tax returns and 15 counts of failing to pay sales tax. The corporation must pay restitution. The case of a third person was stayed in lieu of a year of probation. In all, $292,760 total will be paid by all parties. An Air National Guard C-130 cargo plane crashed today near the airport in Savannah, Georgia, killing at least five, according to authorities. There was some confusion. Chatham County Deputy Coroner Tiffany Williams had said police told her two people were killed in the crash. Williams said she didn't have any other details, but then a Georgia National Guard official said at least five people had died. The plane crashed at the intersection of two roads. A photo tweeted by the Savannah Professional Firefighters Association showed the tail end of a plane and a field of flames and black smoke near a road as an ambulance stands nearby. The only part of the plane that remained intact was the tail section. The tail section was sitting on Highway 21, the ground in front of it black and littered with debris. In his first major public speech since resigning from the U.S. Senate, Al Franken returned to the spotlight to deliver a rebuke of tech companies, especially Facebook, over abuse of users' privacy data while speaking at a cybersecurity conference in Lisbon, Portugal. During his speech, Franken suggested Facebook was careless with users' information following the revelation that political consulting firm Cambridge Analytical obtained data as many as 87 million users. While Franken focused mostly on user privacy, he also touched on the current political climate and future of democracy, saying, we can't have a political discourse where we agree on basic objective facts, then our democratic government will continue to be polarized and paralyzed. I wonder who uh, ponied up the dough to get him to Portugal. Yeah, I don't know. Because he ain't doing that for free. Right. No, it's a conference, so they must have. And he always spoke on, you know. Mm-hmm. Online stuff, so maybe they see him as some. Well, oddly of, enough, I'm yeah. rooting for him in this yeah. particular case. Right. I did see a note just as I was coming in. Apparently, Cambridge Analytica uh, is going out of business. Good because of uh, this whole situation. The Twin Cities is losing one of its oldest bars, located at 3364 Rice Street, at the very spot where oh, Badness Heights, Shoreview, and Little Canada meet. The Badness Inn dates back to the 1940s. It was one of many old Rice Street bars that served automobile travelers, and it was there before the 694 Freeway Ring Road was even an imaginary line on a highway engineer's map. Uh, Ramsey County and MnDOT are teaming up to redesign the on-ramp at Rice Street and Interstate 694. In place of the current traffic signals, there'll be a series of space uh, traffic circles. I can't picture this place, and I know that intersection well. It's sort of underneath. I saw the picture. I'm not familiar with the bar, but I saw a picture uh, underneath a, a highway almost. Rice and like. what was it, Johnny? Rice, uh, Rice 694. 694, okay. yeah. Uh, right where the Venice Inn sits today, the county's planning to widen the frontage road. Construction scheduled to begin in early 2019, according to a communications manager for Ramsey County. Uh, this is a little weird note in the entertainment world here in the Twin Cities. You guys you guys know Adam uh, Levy. He's a front man for a really good local band called the Honey Dogs. Mm-hmm. They've been around a while. He also has a side project here with various local musicians. They're very good. They play tunes from the 70s. They've been around since 2002 or so. Uh, the project has been named Hookers and Blow 
for okay. some, some time now. Okay. Right. Well, the Star Tribune reporting today they're changing their name because it's <clears throat> politically incorrect, basically. Really? Yeah. But even though they've been using it for 30 years? Well, 15 years. Uh, Levy says we the name started out as a joke about the perceived excesses of the music business. I think we all understood that, right? Mm. Well, I, I assumed the blow meant cocaine. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Hookers and blow. Sure. Yeah. Uh, He said, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but then he adds, but we do realize that now more than ever before in our lifetimes, words matter. We don't feel right making light of prostitution when human trafficking is a huge problem or kidding about drug use when the country is experiencing opiate epidemic. You know what their new name is? I don't. Oh, God, no. Unity. Bunnies and dolphins. Now this, I'm going to guess they may have done this a little Freedom. tongue-in-cheek. This is tongue-in-cheek. It has to be. Oh, wait, those are the Patrick Henry names. Yeah. This is this has to be tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Levy says their new main name is the Sunshine Committee. That's pretty mm. bad. That's, That's got to be tongue-in-cheek, doesn't it? Why don't you just call yourselves the cow sills? Exactly. Are they doing exactly. this for... Uh, uh, I don't know why they're Maybe they're serious. A, no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's serious. They're being very sensitive, okay. uh, very Chris. Sensitive. Don't we play a Honey Dogs bump on this? Probably. Yeah. Probably. They're a really good band. Yeah. You know, my uh, my son, that's a junior over at UST and uh, quite an entrepreneur. Uh, when he was younger, with his, when he was in grade school with his uh, neighbor, Sam, they were going to cut grass. And they had brochures all up. And they were going to do lawn service. And they came to a, get approval on the uh, signs and it was, uh, I think, Sam and Matthew's um, mow and blow. And can we, <laughs> they had it all. And we said, you know, can we go back to the marketing table of research uh, and development? Well, I, I, I'd get back into yeah, R&D let's, on uh, that. Let's go. Let's, let's see what they well, We say. already made flyers. Right, right. Yeah. Well, we already have 10 people signed up. <laughs> We've already spent money. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We're up to 65, heading for a high today of 68 degrees. Clouds are increasing a bit in the Twin Cities area southward. There's a line of showers and thunderstorms way down in northern Iowa, and that's causing some of the cloud cover to come up over us. But uh, just kind of filtered sunshine the rest of today should hit that high of 68. Tonight, then, partly cloudy skies, mild 48 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, partly sunny, some showers and thunderstorms developing late, probably after 4 or 5 in the afternoon, 72 for the high with an east wind at 5. And the outlook calls for showers continuing tomorrow night, but then Friday, partly cloudy skies and a warm one, up to 76. Some isolated showers on the first day of the weekend, Saturday, uh, 72 for the high then. And then partly cloudy and warm Sunday, 72. 74 on Monday, 75 Tuesday of next week. Some more scattered showers late Tuesday into Wednesday of next week. But again, today, Joe, going for a high of 68. Right now we're at 65, and I have the records for the day. May 2nd. Okay, a couple of years here for both. 91. 91. In 1880. 1880. And 1959. Basically says we were idiots because we didn't know this existed. Zero wasters. 
Have you heard of that community? I've, it's heard, a community. Of, I've heard of Zero Wasters. <laughs> they, they profile a, a gal named Erica Larson uh, who can get her uh, weekly trash down to whatever fits in a quart jar. That's pretty admirable. That's a lot of work. But reporting isn't what it used to be, and we don't know what becomes of the trash that's in the quart jar. Got it. Uh, zero waste living. You, do you know what that is? Zero waste living is you, uh, you, you're, you come out even. Zero wasters try to limit the amount of trash that will end up in a landfill or incinerator. That means buying in bulk to avoid plastic bags or packaging, mixing single-use I'm sorry, nixing single-use plastics in composting food and scraps. Zero-waste lifestyle guru B. Johnson touts the five R's. Refuse what you do not need. Reduce what you do need. Reuse what you consume. Recycle what you cannot reuse and reduce or reuse and not compost the rest. Mm-hmm. So this Erica Larson, uh, when she goes shopping, Yep. Are you focused? Right now. She brings a a sturdy woven basket, several small cotton drawstring bags, and a glass jar or two. Wait, she she brings that with her to the store? Yeah, because she's not taking any plastic or paper. Why the glass jars? Well, you'll get to that. You never know. On a recent trip to the Wedge Community Co-op, she carried her basket to the bulk bins. Okay. Where she loaded up on organic dried penne. What's that, a pasta? Pasta, noodles, yeah, dry noodles. Uh, <clears throat> scooping up enough to fill one of the cotton bags. Once she gets home, she'll dump the penne into a reusable glass container, then wash and reuse the cotton bag. She's a massage therapist. Isn't that, it does not surprise. I think what she's doing is admirable, but I have an observation to make. Okay. I think uh, I do too after you. In an effort to contribute as little as possible to local landfills and incinerators, she avoids plastics and packaging by buying her shampoo in a bar. Wait, buying her shampoo like in a First Avenue or or can you oh, buy oh, shampoo oh. in a bar like a bar of soap? Really? I didn't know that. I knew soap, but I didn't know you could do shampoo. She buys her deodorant in a glass jar. I I I guess that's oh, available. Yeah. Huh? No, whatever that is, no, it's not strong enough. And her clothes secondhand. She carries a travel mug, a reusable glass or metal straw, a cloth hanky, and a set of silverware around with her everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she Shut isn't tempted to pick up anything disposable. What, what are you trying to prove? I'm going to get there. Oh, she God. recycles, composts everything. She, well, she's trying to take care of the. Well, here's her quote. I think just taking care of the place where we're living is important, Larson said. Seeing some of the models that they're running on what the world will look like in 80 years is really scary. If you have a way to change it, it should happen right now. Well, Lee, you know what she's doing, though? She's walking the walk. Uh, Very true. She beats the hell out of these billionaires with their ocean liners who preach this BS and then wipe out a coral reef. She did say scary. She's part of the budding. This is so New York (laughs) Times-ish. She's part of the budding zero waste community. You want to get the community foghorn, yep, please? Yeah, we got that. What is your observation? No, I'm tipping my hat to her. She ain't going to choke no fish. Oh, see, I wasn't going to. I was going to. My observation is, uh, it takes too much time. Well, you're you're playing into my observation. Oh, okay. This obviously be- then becomes your life. It's like the people who say, "I've got three million miles on my Volvo." 
Well, to get 3 million miles on your Volvo, getting 3 million miles on your Volvo had to become your life. Right. Had to become your lifestyle. This woman, uh, in order to produce an amount of trash per week that would fit in a quart jar, this is her life. This is what she does for to exist as it, a human being. It's also what you've said about riding your bike to work. That basically round. what you do is ride your bike to right. work. But again, I I mean, my hat's off to her. Yeah, no, it's uh, okay. Yeah, you don't want bags or you don't want stuff to end up in the bottom of the ocean. I understand that. But uh, there's courses on this and and uh, groups you can join and learn how to do it. And, uh, uh, you know, five will get you 10. She doesn't have any kids. Well, and probably once you get a system down, uh, it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. But it's getting to that point that is, uh, you know, difficult. It's that's that's a lot to remember. I need to bring four bags. I need to bring my jar for the pasta. This is because this is why I'm saying this. This is when she gets up in the morning. She might have a couple of appointments for massage therapy. She has to put on her deodorant in the jar. But Gross. basically, when she gets up in the morning, her her life's calling is to leave as little behind as possible. That's an admirable, admirable calling. Yes. Hardly practical for a mom with four kids. Right. Although well, there are mothers with four kids attempting this. Where, how much does, she, what does her patchouli come in? What container? I have no idea. I can smell it. Can you? Yeah. Uh... There's all kinds of information here about how you do it. When, when Amber Hockadall, a <laughs> Minneapolis biologist, decided to go zero waste, she started with a trash audit. She audited her trash. Oh, that's great. I went through my trash room by room, said Hockadall, to see what was in the waste baskets and garbage cans and whether that waste could be eliminated. Then she did Google searches for sustainable replacements for dental floss, toothbrushes, and plastic cling wrap. Ha. What the hell would be a replacement for a toothbrush? Your finger. No. Your dirty finger? No. Get in there. Scrub it. Hey, let's go. Uh, mouthwash? No, you still have to brush the film off of your teeth. Apparently, there's a biodegradable silk floss, a compostable bamboo toothbrush, and reusable beeswax paper okay. instead of cling wrap. Here's also what I'm saying. It would be more expensive. Uh, have you ever seen that seventh generation stuff? No. When I lived uh, two blocks from Whole Foods on Grand, if we uh, we ran out one time, and I was sent ran out of what a TP, so I was tasked with going <laughs> to get some quick TP. Yeah. And I bought that seventh generation stuff. It's about heard triple it. the price. Never heard of it. And it dissolves when you look at it. All right. I, I don't know. Just completed the rare Twins shutout victory, four I'm, to nothing over Toronto. I'm bummed because we aren't going to get Patrick doing uh, commentary now, during the Fran broadcast. Does Fran only has to shoot the arrow into the sky on a save? I, well, I don't know. He didn't do it after this it one, so I don't know if he just does that when he does or not. I'm Thank not sure. Thank God the game's over, though. Yeah, because otherwise you'd hear Heinrich uh, babbling on and on about. I don't know why he had to throw that pitch. Right, I think so. I they win. Yeah. They win. Yeah, four to nothing. They are uh, off now to play the White Sox in uh, Chicago, beginning tomorrow evening. Have they played the Whiteys yet? Nope. Fifteen hundred. Okay. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's sixty-five and uh, sports. 
with uh, Heinrich uh, Royces coming up. <laughs>